Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So our reading that we just had from Romans chapter 10, it's an important one, but it comes late in the book. We've had a lot of teaching already. Um, If you go afterward, after chapel here today, go back and read what came before it, you're going to find out a lot of great stuff. Paul did a lot of teaching in those first chapters. He taught us about law and gospel and sin and punishment and grace and faith and righteousness and Christ and God, good works, love, hope, and the cross. And then we get to the reading we just had, which which comes to a point at the end, and the point that it comes to is all about beautiful feet. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news, who bring the good news. Well, today is pastor day on campus, so if you see anybody walking around with one of these, you'll know they're a pastor. What, actually, what I want to do is the pastors in the room, will you stand up? I want to just identify who you are. Uh, take a good look around. And, and understand this, there has never been a better collection of beautiful feet on this campus than you are going to have right now. So make sure you say hi to one of them after chapel. And, and really, I want to talk about feet with you for just a minute. Um, it's, it's something that's been uh, really researched in my family lately. My dad just lost three toes. So we've been looking into feet, learning about what his feet are all about. They're, they're actually pretty important. Um, surprisingly, they contain, they, they contain 26 bones, 33 joints. 20 of those joints are actually actively articulated. Uh, there are more than 100 muscles, tendons, and ligaments. Our feet are really important, but we don't really think about them. We just expect them to do what we want them to do. You know, I wanted to talk about beautiful feet today, really. That's, that's the key, not just feet. Beautiful feet. Uh, here's a tip for you. I need to grab a chair for this. Um, all of you guys in here who, if you're married, you have a girlfriend, take this tip from me. You will score some major points. To learn about beautiful feet, I had my wife take me to a nail salon. We went, we went to get my feet done. Uh, we, we were looking into it. There are ten, more than 100,000 nail salons in the United States these days. It is a $6 billion a year industry. 64% of women say they regularly visit a nail salon. So there must be something to it. There's a lot of people trying to get beautiful feet and spending a lot of money doing it. Now, if you've never been, here's what happens. You walk in, they, find, they get you a good comfy chair. This woman I'd never met comes out of the back room. She grabs my feet. I apologize. <laughs> she ends up putting them in this, in this bucket of water, and then she starts to poke and to clip and to cut. She brings out a thing that looks like a cheese grater, and... and and she just starts working the sides of my feet with this cheese grater. And let me tell you what happened to me. It was, it was painful. It, it, I think it tickled. Um, there was a couple of times where it felt good. 
In the end, we got done. I put on my flip-flops. I walk to the car with my wife, and we look at my feet, and I say, you know what? I still have the giant scar from where I broke my ankle. My, my, my little toes still curve in. They just don't look like beautiful feet. And, and the, the thing is, we have a luxury. We get to wear shoes all the time, right? We get to walk on paved streets. We, we live in a place where we treat our feet so nicely. And Paul is writing from a totally different place. Paul is writing from a place where they used their feet hard. They didn't have the paved streets. They didn't have the fancy shoes. Really, at that time, the feet were probably the worst part of the body of the people that were living around then. They were so bad that when you went to visit somebody's home, before you could even go in, you had to take off your sandals and leave them outside because they were beyond help. And then you had to wash your feet. And then you could finally go into the house. And here's the other thing. Feet in the Bible. They're mentioned a lot of times. 19 different times feet are mentioned in conjunction with washing. So you know feet were not a great thing during those years. Only two times are feet talked about as being beautiful. Once in Isaiah, and then again in today's reading from Romans. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, which is an echo of the Isaiah passage. What we find out is what makes our feet beautiful is not what we do to them, but what we do with them. Do we use our feet to leave this room, to leave this campus, to bring good news? We're not going to get beautiful feet just sitting in here. You know, Paul teaches us, much like the book of Romans, that, that we, have a, we have these things that we can soak in while we're here at Concordia. We understand, we learn about law and gospel and sin and life and grace and faith, righteousness. Are we ready to take what we learn here and share it with others? Are you ready to share the story of your creator? Are you ready to share and live out the love of the Holy Spirit? Are you ready to introduce people to the saving work that is done by Jesus on the cross? Because remember, the good news is not just a matter of education, it's a matter of salvation. Paul starts it out by telling us this, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Not just us. Not just some people or the right people or the diligent people or the favored people or the ones who do the right things or say the right things or even you who might be reading this letter right now, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But Paul takes us into four what I feel like are almost rhetorical questions. How can they call on someone they don't know? How can they believe or know when they haven't been told? How can they hear if no one preaches? How can it be preached unless someone is sent? You know, today, on Pastor Day, I want to focus on one word in there. The word preach. How can they hear if no one preaches? Now, the Greek word that's used here to translate to preach is one of many Greek words that actually get translated into preach for us. You know, I'm, I'm finding when I, when I did my look, there's about 10 different Greek words that get translated into preach. And some of them have to do with the style of preaching. Some of them have to do with the office of pastor. But this one was different. 
This one has to do with someone who is told to deliver news, to act as a herald or a messenger. How can they hear if no one even tells them the message? And really, that's why we're talking about beautiful feet and not beautiful face or beautiful voice. Our role is simple. It's to bring good news, not to write good news or create good news. That's already been done for us. Today, right now, we are being sent. Paul is telling us to get up, to go out, and to share. And it's by getting dirty and walking and working and sometimes even running that we get beautiful feet. You don't have to go far. You can share it right here on campus with friends that you know maybe have not yet really heard this good news. You can share it at home. You can share it with friends. And the interesting thing for me is on Pastor Day, it's not the sole work of the pastor. It's the work of the church. This is something that we here at Concordia are called to do. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, but how can they call to someone they don't know? How can they believe or know when they haven't been told? How can they hear if no one brings the message? And how can that message be brought unless someone is sent? Don't think about what you're going to do to your feet. Think about what you're going to do with them. And so be it. Amen. Will you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, the word that was brought to us today, that that we know you are Lord of all. We know that you loved us enough to send your Son to live and to love and to die and to rise, that we might be saved. Help us to respond to that. Help us to take that knowledge and and share it as you have asked us to. Help us to hear the call in our lives to bring that message. And in turn, help us to understand that it is your message that allows us to understand our feet are beautiful. In your name, amen.